0: Welcome to the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. This episode is To Tell or Not to Tell. There are no absolute rules about whether you should tell someone about your ADHD, but there are some issues you should consider when making your decision. More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, the book, is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at addwarehouse.com, you'll save 25%. So that's a good deal. I'm psychologist Dr. Ari Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit, and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. Now, I know that I said in last week's podcast that this episode would be ADHD and the Evolving Personality. Well, that'll be next week, and this time I mean it. What happened was that I realized that I would be doing a teleclass called To Tell or Not to Tell, Self-Disclosure, Relationships, and Self-Esteem for addclasses.com on September 29th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I thought it would make more sense to cover this topic in the usual podcast format, but then expand it out to an hour-long teleclass for ADD Classes. This also gives listeners the opportunity to ask questions, which can be fun. So if you're looking for more on this topic, be sure to tune in next week. You can sign up at addclasses.com. I'm often asked by clients and audience members at presentations about whether someone should tell family, friends, coworkers, or bosses about having ADHD. There are no right or wrong answers, since it depends on the circumstances, the ADHD person's openness, and the other person's trustworthiness. My hope is just that the decision to tell someone is well thought out, rather than impulsive or based in what turn out to be shaky assumptions. Generally speaking, there are more potential complications from telling someone at work about your ADHD, especially a boss. This is because people at work may jump to conclusions about how your ADHD affects your ability to carry out your job duties. It then creates a self-fulfilling prophecy where they start looking for certain things and predictably start to see them, even though nothing about your performance has changed or is any different from what anyone else is doing. For example, this could lead to being passed over for promotions or plum assignments, or even to disciplinary actions. It's highly, un- it's highly unlikely that anyone would ever be callous enough to come out and say that it was because you have ADHD, but it may still affect their behavior towards you. You may have a great boss or coworker who would handle this information well and work with you on it. But otherwise, it's generally safer to not disclose at work unless absolutely necessary. Although these same kinds of problems are less likely with family and friends, there are three potential reasons to hold back on telling someone that you have ADHD or, you know, whatever. Number one, you can't get the cat back in the bag. Once you tell someone, you can't untell them if you change your mind or if they handle it badly. Number two, myths and information abound. Before saying anything, you may want to dig a little to find out what the person thinks about ADHD. If he says something overly negative or dismissive, you may want to seriously consider how likely he is to take a a balanced view of the condition. And I'll talk about a little bit this, I'll talk about this a little bit more in a minute here. Number three, people talk. If you reveal this personal information with this person, will he respect your privacy, or will he tell others? There's nothing to be ashamed of, but it's your personal information and therefore your request for privacy should be respected. It should be your choice about who gets told what, when, and how. Now, I don't want to give the impression that you should never tell anyone about your ADHD or that there's anything so sinister about it that you need to keep it to yourself. Rather, it's about making a good decision. As a way of avoiding having to make this weighty decision, I often recommend that people talk symptoms before diagnoses. That is, talk about the specific symptoms that the other person sees without getting into formal diagnoses. For example, you could say, I sometimes get really caught up in an idea and stop hearing what someone else is saying, so just give me a poke if it seems like I'm not listening. This addresses the problem of distractibility and offers a potential solution without getting into explanations of why it happens. Spend some time and come up with concise ways of explaining your ADHD symptoms so that you don't need to make them up on the spot tends to work out better that way, maybe even practice saying them out loud or run them by someone who knows about your ADHD. There may be times when talking about symptoms isn't enough or you feel that you want to tell someone about your ADHD. So let's go through the three potential problems just mentioned a minute ago and consider some ways of overcoming them. So number one, are you sure you want to say it? Intimacy and connection in relationships are built by sharing personal information. This is then maintained by treating that information respectfully. So you want to make sure that the person you're contemplating telling will be able to hold up her end of the bargain. This means stopping and thinking about it long enough to really make a good choice. This, top, this topic came up often in an adult ADHD support group I ran One attendee described how he knew that he had a tendency to get caught up in the moment and blurt things out. So he came up with two rules for himself for telling people about his ADHD. Number one, never tell anyone you have ADHD. Number two, even if you forget rule number one, never tell anyone you have ADHD. Obviously, this got a good laugh, uh, perhaps from the recognition that good intentions beforehand sometimes get lost in the moment. On the other hand, I had a client who'd been dating a woman for a few months, but hadn't told her about his ADHD. Even though he hadn't said anything about it, his troubles with time management, paying attention, and interrupting her were frequent sources of frustration. So, we discussed whether he should tell her. Ultimately, he decided that he needed to, because she was coming to her own conclusions about him on account of his actions. This helped her better understand why he did certain things, and gave them a whole lot less to argue about. So, number two, you may need to educate the other person. Even though there's a lot more good information available about ADHD in in adults, there's still a lot of misunderstanding and misinformation. As a result, you may want to educate the person about ADHD. Probably the best way to do this is to provide the information in your own words and to speak from your own experience. But some stubborn ones may need to see something more official, like an article, website, or book. This can also be helpful if the person is genuinely interested but is asking questions you just can't answer, which is fine. You don't have to know the answer to everything. It can be helpful to create a 30-second soundbite of how ADHD affects you in the context that you're talking about, such as at work or with friends. Ideally, the conversation will go for more than half a minute, but it can be a good way to start things off on the right foot. You may also want to be prepared to answer some common questions or address common myths, such as, ADHD is just an excuse. Now, ADHD has been the subject of thousands of research studies, including at the National Institutes of Health. People with ADHD often need to work harder to achieve the same successes. Another myth is that everyone has some ADHD. So, now everyone has their moments of distractibility, but people with ADHD have suffered for it consistently and across all parts of their lives. Another myth adults grow out of their ADHD. Well, some people grow out of some of their symptoms, but most adults still still struggle. And finally, you know, last myth here, ADHD medication is addictive. When properly prescribed and taken, the medications are, self, are safe and non-addictive. Someone may throw you a curveball and ask a question you don't know how to answer. No problem. Tell them you'll look it up and get back to them. Now, finally here, a concept of truth is earned. So, some people in your life deserve to be given personal information. Others don't. The difference is how comfortable you are about how they will treat that information. Those who treat it with respect, by keeping it confidential and not using it against you later, tend to be told more. Those who misuse your information tend to be told less. So, when contemplating telling someone about your ADHD, ask yourself whether that person has earned that information. If so, then go for it. Of course, someone's response to your disclosure also tells you something about him. There may be times, especially with a new relationship, that you want to find out quickly where someone stands on these matters before investing too much time in the relationship. So, as an example, I was recently on a panel that was shown online With this young guy who'd been diagnosed with ADHD, while we were talking beforehand, he told me about some of his friends who had told him not to do the panel, for fear that a potential employer would find out about it. His feeling was that he didn't care if they did. In a way, any employer that would screen him out on account of his having ADHD is probably not a good place for him to work anyway, so probably better to find that out before being hired than afterward. The same may go for potential friendships or romantic relationships. If you want more on this topic, don't forget to tell a class on September 29th. Check out ADDclasses.com for more information. Our next episode will be ADHD and the Evolving Personality. Really, seriously, I'm going to do it next week. As with many things, growing up with ADHD can influence how your personality develops because it tends to make some situations more likely and other situations less likely. This is also affected by when you were diagnosed and whether you were treated. So until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.